0: What is off the groove? It means you've blown the line or you're pushing the limits a little bit too far, or just maybe you might be looking for a faster way around the racetrack.
1: Off the groove with Scotty Dubler.
2: January 24th, 2020, episode 115. TGIF, Carter. Yeah, it's Friday. You know what that means, new off the groove.
0: Off the groove. I've been looking forward to this one, too. I'll tell you who our guest is in a little bit. I'm really excited about this
2: one. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Um, 49 days till Daytona. I know a 49. Who? Well, it's very rare that I actually know riders that have the number.
0: That's why I'm asking.
2: The Cali That's kid, son. Asking. Chad Coase. There
0: you go. All right. Before him, it was Chris Fitzhugh. Brian Anderson had it when I was racing. And then Rod Spencer, who his son raced the last couple of years, Rod Spencer Jr. And then Al Wilcox, who went on to be the flagman and the official starter of AMA Pro Racing back in the day. I think uh, he, he did some outlandish stuff. He would bounce around, jump up and down and stuff like that. Al Wilcox had the number 49 for a long time. And he is a member of the AMA Hall of Fame.
2: He sounds like a pretty badass flag, man. Was he, like, crazier whaling it than than our boy Kevin was?
0: No, he wasn't quite that crazy, but I've seen some pictures. He's jumping way high and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. I liked liked what I saw. I looked it up, and it was cool
2: stuff. I got a question. You might not know the answer, but since uh, we mentioned Chad Coast, do you know what the hell he's doing for 2020?
0: I have not seen yet but i would i would say he's probably saying in the singles class and i know last year at the meadowlands he had some folks from joe gibbs racing that were there kind of maybe supporting him and maybe kind of watching and see what was going on so uh i figured we'd have an announcement from him but i haven't seen one just yet
2: as long as he's still with the beard i'm a happy man that's all i gotta say Engelhart, yeah son maybe we give him a call and see what the hell he's up to either one of those guys we uh, should always good to talk we, to them we should uh so All what right. what happened well, what happened this week man there was a couple of big announcements huh
0: yeah the indian wrecking crew the indian motorcycle uh wrecking crew was finally announced uh we knew pretty much what was going on jared meese of course with the rogers indian team and then uh the Baumans on the factory indian sns team so uh it's pretty cool that, that was finally announced
2: worst, worst, secret, worst secret, ever. secret ever 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 ever, ever.
0: You got too many toys over there in Florida.
2: I thought they all signed two-year deals, but I guess it was just Briar that signed the two-year deals and everybody else. I, I don't know. I thought I thought this was already known um, that they were all coming back, but I guess they made a big announcement about it. Breyer with the number one plate this year. It's going to be fun to watch that for sure.
0: That is. They always say the number one plate is heavy. Jared Meese has had it now a couple times, and I know he's going to want that plate back.
2: That's not the only big Indian news this, this, uh, this week. Did you see the uh, international Indian news?
0: Yeah, Indian motorcycle European flat track series, which is in conjunction with the DTRA It's four race series and it looks like a little, you know, uh, quite a bit of fun. It's in four different countries
2: That's gonna be awesome, man. Yeah, they're going like let me see. They're they're going uh, It's not just like four like real closely. They're going like different countries for every round, right? The first ones in Holland round two is in United Kingdom the UK and uh, Round three is in Spain and round four is in Germany. So they're gonna be uh, all over Europe. That'll be awesome
0: what i like too is you throw away one round so you kind of have a mulligan like in golf so you play, you you try to race all four and then you throw your worst finish away so the top three finishes is how they uh score the overall points and i kind of like that that's kind of it's interesting it's different it's different than what we do here and there's a points fund up for grabs too
2: yeah we talked to the, those guys a while back maybe we uh put in a call of them kind of get their two cents on that series i'm sure they got a few things that uh they can fill us in on um and uh i look forward to i hope we can watch it somehow that's what i'm looking forward to
0: being able to see it that'd be kind of that'd be kind of cool and their first race doesn't start until the first weekend of may so they've got a little bit of time to build up and and figure some things out so uh that'd be cool to check in with them those guys again
2: spreading the love of flat track all over the world i love it and hats off to indian Worldwide. Worldwide. worldwide okay i'm done seems like all the riders are heading south for uh, for the winter. It's almost like uh, all the birds fly south when it gets cold, but uh, it seems like they're all coming down, uh, escaping the snow, and, and prepping for the 2020 season, doesn't it?
0: Well, I kind of saw a little sneak peek on, I think, Snapchat that Estenson was practicing somewhere. They would, didn't really say it. It was kind of hard to pick out what track it was, but I saw Carlisle was there, and I, I know the rest of the Estenson boys were there. But you're talking about like Shane and Briar have already packed up and went south. You know, until probably after Daytona. Uh Ryan Wells, James Respoli doing the same thing. And Vandicoy, I think I think he's been down in Florida for a while now, hasn't he?
2: Yeah, I think he was down here for throwdown. I don't know if he stayed through throwdown or he went back home. Um, but I know he was uh shacking it up, hanging out with B with B Rob and getting some practice in down there uh in Ormond Beach. And uh yeah man, it's it's I don't know, when I first got involved, it didn't seem like they were all coming down. You know this early but uh i think it's great man get get to practice and get in shape uh for the 2020 season and you know march is right around the corner
0: yeah there's there's two different rules of, of thought there i mean a lot of the other guys when i was racing would stay up north and go ice racing just race on the ice as much as they could if those ponds and lakes were frozen over they were out there riding so the more seat time the better uh, I think nowadays some of these guys are going down there because it's warmer and they can ride almost every day Whether it's their bicycle or trail riding or even you know spend some circles on some flat tracks down there So I like what they're doing. I you know, I think if if I had a choice I, I would much rather be in the Florida Sun than racing on some ice
2: Absolutely.
0: Hey Carter. What six days left to get the very first the OG off the groove t-shirts the OG premium shirts available
2: the OG OTG shirts
0: yeah put some more initials in there
2: omg it's the OG OTG shirts six days left six days left um once this six day window you know once this campaign is done we're not going to ever sell this shirt again I'm going on record as saying it uh so six days left for these shirts get your shirt get them fast uh there's an unlimited supply but only a limited time to buy
0: and I just want to say thanks to everybody who has bought shirts already and reached out to us and, and thanked us for coming out with shirts. And and uh, we know who you are and we we appreciate it.
2: We're going to have to do something cool. Like once everybody gets their shirts, um, maybe people post pictures with the shirts or something. And we got some special um, a giveaway, a special giveaway that Scotty and I are going to do. I think once we, uh, yeah, man, that thing right there, don't tell them what it is yet. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll show them. Um, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Dude. I, house,
0: I said it's already in my house. This special prize is already here Yeah, you're gonna so sign one it. one person who buys a shirt and post something cool about it Is that what we're gonna do?
2: Yeah, sure. We'll figure that out once the the shirts the shirts oh. will ship I think what first week of uh, February and we'll figure it out between now and then um, But you're All gonna right. sign that thing when you come down to Florida, which is when the end of February
0: uh, Be like early March. I got to go to Savannah first and okay. then uh, make my way down to Florida.
2: Yeah So you'll bring that down here. I'm gonna sign that thing too and then we'll give it to one lucky cool. fan one lucky listener
0: all right one lucky t-shirt purchaser that does something special with their t-shirt
2: there you go yeah so so start thinking about what you're gonna do um cool pictures you could post something i don't even know what the hell the competition's gonna be but we got to do something extra for the people that support us because it's awesome uh what else is going on right. Shanda texter big news huh eh?
0: two-year deal signed factory red bull ktm again with support from roof systems of dallas texas uh, that's huge, you know, to know that you're secured in for a spot for two years on a in flat track. I think that's a pretty big deal. Uh, Release really some pressure from her for sure. It sounds like it's just a one rider team now. I mean, of course they had Bromley last year. Bromley's moved up to the Super Twins class, so uh, one rider they can focus on Shayna, and she can chase after that championship.
2: A lot of drama on Facebook from that announcement. There was a lot of a lot of people uh, making comments. I, I don't know if you, follow, I know you're not a Facebook fan. You don't have an account or anything on there, but. I don't understand why she's getting so much flack for the being the most winningest singles rider in the series I mean, she's definitely proven uh, That she she's got skills and she can You know compete with uh with the best of them in that series and I expect her to do the same in 2020
0: You know facts are facts and you know people just Don't like people that win all the time. I mean like when scotty parker was dominating people didn't like him When Shayna wins all the time, people don't like her. I mean, she does have a lot of fans. She probably has more fans in the singles class than anybody else. But some people just don't like it. Um, You can relate that to NASCAR. You can relate that to NFL. You know, a lot of people hate the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, or whatever. Well, it's a love-hate relationship. I think that carries on to any sport, whether somebody's dominating or, you know, just winning a lot. You know, people want somebody else to win. So maybe it's jealousy. I I don't know.
2: It's going to be great to watch her uh, with the Red Bull KTM effort in 2020. And uh, she's going to have some stiff competition in that single class. Uh, One of the biggest competitors is actually our guest this week.
0: So we got a singles rider on this week.
2: Don't act like you don't know. You've been stoked about this one for (laughs) weeks. Ever since the announcement came out that Henry Wiles was going to the singles class, we've wanted to have this guy on because one, it's always awesome to talk to Henry. And two, man, there's just so much to talk to this guy about. This dude raced in the Baja 1000. He's uh, jumping on a Honda. He went to American Honda, um, sat on some old bikes, did some really cool stuff on Honda. I saw his bike at uh, a2 a couple weeks ago or last week, whenever the hell that was. Uh, Just some really cool stuff this guy's been able to do in the past uh, few months, and he's really hyping it up. I was he was out doing some testing. Uh, We'll have to talk to him about that. And you got to at some point try to sneak in the, uh, the whole wrestling match with Mies and see what he says about that. That'll be fun.
0: Absolutely. So we have heard his name the past, I think the past three episodes have something related to Henry Wiles, uh, the past three episodes. So if you caught what we were doing leading up to this one, you would know who our guest is, but we know it is Henry Wiles.
2: Absolutely. Um, really look forward to this one. Always enjoy talking to this guy. And something tells me he's going to have some interesting things. Something tells me he's going to have some interesting things to say for sure. Should I call him? always does. Should I call him? Dial him up. Hi.
0: Henry Wiles, what are you doing, man?
1: Oh, just uh, sitting here talking to you on the charger. I was looking at my battery to see how much I had left.
0: Well, I hope you got enough. When you work as hard route. as I
1: do, you're on your phone a lot, and the battery dies. I guess. <laughs> what do you What do
0: you do on the phone? I mean, you gotta you run your job, <laughs> your your profession through the phone.
1: Yeah, trying to get a game plan on everything, and you know, then if you go to the gym and all that, it's all through your phone.
0: I got you. So, well, I thought you were gonna pull a Tolbert because we called you earlier. And went straight to voicemail, and then all of a sudden says your mailbox was full, and that's exactly what Kenny Tolbert does to me every week. So I thought you're going to do oh, that. Wow.
1: To yeah, that would be an interesting. Uh, that w- that would be a great uh, interview, though. So keep <laughs> I'm trying on that.
0: I dude, I'm trying. I want to talk to him so bad. He's got you know he's got a lot of stories, I'm sure. But uh, what else been going on? It seems like you've been pretty busy lately.
1: Ask ask him what the real key was in getting Jared's bike pretty much unstoppable on the miles. All right. We'll that's, write that down. We'll, we'll, ask like
0: a, we'll ask a Henry Wiles <laughs> question. Are you talking about for 2019 when he won all of them?
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: All right. I'm sure he'll tell us, you know, everybody that's listening, I'm sure he'll tell us the exact answer.
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he'll get real specific on the deck height and, yeah, you
0: know, yeah.
1: different, different ins and outs
0: yeah. of the trade. Yeah. Why Hawaii's faster than everybody else on the miles.
1: Yeah, what his what uh, is cam duration and lift is, and, you know, what he's got to clinch set up. Yeah? You know all the details. All right, I'll
0: ask him. I'll tell him Henry Wiles wants to know. And he might tell us, since you're racing in the other class this year, so he might answer it. I,
1: I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell that he would <laughs> tell you, honestly.
0: <laughs> he wouldn't even tell me if I wasn't recording. He wouldn't tell me yeah. nothing. I guarantee no. you that.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: oh man so let's jump into 2019 man uh you went to 2019 after finishing second the points in 2018 uh you start off the the year really strong in daytona they had a couple rough races a couple more podiums broken ankle rapid city so talk about talk about the first half of the season
1: uh yeah the first half of the season just didn't didn't seem like it was going how we wanted to and um thought we were going to do better at some of the races and for whatever reason, just struggled. So, you know, I, I mean, I think in reality we just, we didn't have some things in in as good of an area as maybe what we thought, and, you know, felt pretty good through some different tests and had some, you know, had some highlights in there, but nothing, nothing really to write home about, you know, no outstanding performances. So that's kind of tough. I uh, so, 2019 was the first year since I've went full-time racing and 2004 was the first time I lo- hadn't won a race. So that kind of sucked. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. hate to rely on Peoria every year, but I'd still rather have one race every year than none. That's exactly.
0: for sure. Yeah, for sure. So that, that was the last time we talked to you is right before Peoria. You broke your ankle at, at Rapid city, you missed Sacramento and then you missed Peoria uh afterwards you still made you know the rest of the main events uh but didn't really have the the results i thought you're gonna have after your return i mean you finished off the season with a couple of top fives but um how would you classify the 2019 season
1: well it's funny because you know i'd talk to some people at different times and they're like well you had a really good year and i'm just kind of like in the back of my head thinking the whole time man this year kind of (laughs) sucked you know especially like if you get you know, if you're floating around there doing well in the points the year before, and then things aren't going well, like you know, there was some races that, like Laconia, for example, uh, I probably could have wrapped up a pretty easy podium, but I'm sitting back there thinking, I don't really care about third, so I tried to wick it up a little bit and close the gap, which I did, and then I fell. So ran out of talent. <laughs> well.
0: That's one area you're definitely not lacking. And I mean, it seemed like coming off of twenty eighteen, second in the point, standings, you know, big low and you seemed like everything was clicking. So what was the big difference between eighteen and nineteen?
1: Um, you know, the only thing I could say is some of the other guys, I mean, obviously had it had their stuff figured out a little better than I did. Um, you know, it seemed like Breyer's kinda on a rail on some of those tracks and jared you know who's obviously got a lot of riding and testing in on the bike he uh at times seemed you know really good on the miles he was really strong and i i personally went to sturgis tt thinking that things were going to go real well and i just was never really on the pace and that was a frustrating day so you know there's just there's a lot of a lot of races in my head that stick out that just really didn't go the way I wanted it to, you know, like Lima even, I came back on those guys and kind of chased them down a little bit, but, you know, I had to be really selective on where I put the bike because I just, I couldn't ride it really as hard as I wanted to. So, you know, there's, there's times like that when it's, it's frustrating and why I did, you know, got a third and got really probably saved by a restart. So, it's uh you know kind of frustrating when you go into those some of those races thinking it's going to go a little better and you're still just you know i I think i was fighting some of the same problems that the other guys were but you know it's it's tough when you're you're in there and or you watch you watch the replay of it and you're like Phew, wow yeah well i guess that's why it felt like a full-on wrestling match out there because <laughs> that thing was going that way. And I wanted it to go that way. So it's tough when you get into those positions and you're, you're trying to overcompensate and you can't.
0: (laughs) So when you go back as, as a rider, Henry, when you go back and watch a race like that, do you learn? And do you talk to, you know, your mechanic was Brian Bigelow. Do you talk to him and try to figure out things to make, make it better for the next round?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes, you know, that's, that can be above your pay grade, you know. It's like, what do we do? Where do we go next? You know, and until you start figuring it out, or until you you know figure out the pattern of things, it can be a frustrating deal. You know, you're not just clicking clickers a few way one way or the other week in and week out. You know, we're making big changes, and there were some races that I felt pretty good about, but you know, like Lima, you know, it's always good to get on the podium there. But anytime I walk out of there, I've been pretty frustrated when i didn't win so you know that's i guess maybe an expectation i have on myself because i feel like i should be winning that race every year but wheat sport was a good one i thought you know because it was a clay track and i struggled there the previous year and you know we did uh we did a little test that we figured some things out before we went to that race and in all reality it was probably just uh kind of a short-term fix but it's good enough for a podium so you're, you know you kind of are are happy about it especially when podiums aren't coming as as much as they did the year before you know you're happy about it a little bit but yeah there's just you know i think for me i think i really just needed to get the bike rideable and sometimes i get into situations where i was just really fighting it and it's not really i mean i don't know it's not really anybody's fault I, it's just hard to figure out when you know the other guys already have figured out and you're right, trying to catch right. up
0: yeah is, is is part of that do because you don't get to ride the indian a lot it's not like you can just unload a 450 and go ride it down the street or at, at a local track and indian a little bit different is it because not a lot of seat time yeah. is that is that part of the problem I think
1: it is i think it is hard i think you know well let's take some successful teams and look at what they're doing i think between jared and Breyer, they've got some pretty knowledgeable people behind them and I felt really comfortable with Brian and I think he's super knowledgeable, you know, but it's a deal where they just figured out a setup that worked. And they just, they, they could go that speed. They could go the speed that it took to win races. And when you're a little bit off that, it's not like, you know, they're out riding me. They're not riding the motorcycle any better. So it's like, how do we get this thing to drive forward better? You know how? Why is this thing not hooking up as good? It's the same bike. It should work just as well, right? Right, right. right. <laughs> but so that's the that's the frustrating part as a rider for me. And it's like when you, when you get get that kind of monkey on your back and you can't figure it out. And you know, I was even making some changes. I was trying to make some changes with the suspension and do do some different things. Try to you know get something figured out. But I don't feel really you know we ever really made it there made it to where the the thing was super rideable on a cushion and i don't think it was uh you know some of the other races we like the the clay the clay track races we struggled at and i'd always be surprised because i'm like thinking to myself how could we go to weed sport and you know have really strong areas and think we figured some things out with the bike and then we go to a different clay track and it's like well i'm like is this my first day right. what happened <laughs> right yeah well, <laughs> why is it yeah. so much different but and and sometimes you know if you you have guys in situations maybe they can bail you out a little bit kind of get the bike put into a little different area a little better area for you but you know sometimes that's, that's like i say it's hard to figure out until you you get it figured out
0: right on one more question about 2019. I don't mean to bring up a sore subject, but how hard is it? What was no. it to sit there and watch Peoria?
1: You know, I'd rather be out there obviously, but it wasn't really that bad. I mean, there's, it was out of my hands. I literally did everything, including cutting my boot to fit my foot in it on race day to race. You know, I called the, the doctor and he was really worried about the incision and all that. So I just, I chose not to, but you know, I, I did my best and, I stayed off it and tried to get the swelling down and iced it all day and, you know, did all the stuff I, I could do. And it's just – that's all you can do, right? Right, I mean,
0: right, yep.
1: It's never, like I said, any fun to sit there and watch. But it was cool, in a way, to sit there and watch. You know, it's like, wow, this is something really different. I've been racing motorcycles all these years. I've never done this. So Right. it was kind of a neat deal to sit there and, and watch somebody else win – after quite a few years of one guy went in. So you know, I, I, I say that with admiration of all the riders that are out there and, and doing it. But also sitting there watching it was kinda of tough tough because I kinda of thought, Well, I wouldn't have been making that mistake and I wouldn't have done that and I wouldn't have done that and I probably would have done this and that would've been way faster. But, you know <laughs> It's easy to it's easy to always think that way when you're sitting on the couch, right?
0: Absolutely. I, I, I think I can win every race when I'm sitting up there in the announcer's booth. I'm I'm just kidding, <laughs> yeah. but but I mean you can you can learn things from watching that you maybe not you wouldn't see if you're out there riding, can't you? Can did you learn anything sure. that day?
1: Um I did learn some things.
0: I did. All right. You gonna keep those in your back pocket or are you gonna tell tell me?
1: Well I don't know. I think uh, I learned more <laughs> about racers and riders than anything.
0: Right on. I love that. That's a great answer. Uh, to, to finish off the season, you you know, a couple top fives right there at the last two races end up seventh in the point standings. Uh, at the end of the season, were you even considering moving to the singles class? Was that even crossed your mind at the end of the year?
1: No, no, that, that wasn't really. I mean, sure. Had I thought about it before? Yeah, I had. I thought about, you know, like riding the 450 and what that might be like and, you know, what that might consist. I guess, and what that ride might look like for me. So, sure, I I'd, I'd thought about it before, but you know, when you got two to three Indians that you're trying to keep going and get to the races and doing all that, it's uh kind of hard to think about really too much. <laughs> right. It's it's you know, it's it's hard to get too far off the beaten path because your path is long and you got a lot of stuff to do. So just get going, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I I know. I know you could race a super twin. I know you'd be competitive as you have been your entire career. Would it be hard to find the support to to pay for a super twins team or, you know, what what's going through your head at the end of the year?
1: Uh, I don't know. I feel like I have to be careful what I say here. Right. Because (laughs) what was really going through my head, you know, seeing, seeing some of the things that I saw at the end of the year was pretty frustrating. And, uh, I was getting married at okay. the end of the year so I kind of just pushed the frustrations aside and took care of that and and had a good time doing that and um it was just one of those deals where I honestly after the season I didn't really think much at all about writing and it okay. wasn't because I I really you know it wasn't for any other reason other than I had figured in my head that I wasn't going to race a super twin deal full time. I wasn't going to be chasing the entire series. I was just going to go to some of the races that I wanted to go to. And I guess that was about the extent of my thought process for racing next year, just because of some of the things that came up and some of the different things that were going on. And, um, think uh for me this this teal sounded like a lot of fun and it was something that i'm really looking forward to and, and let me tell you it is fun i went out and tested the bike holy cow is it fun just slinging a 450 in there and, and riding the wheels off it again and it, it's interesting actually to ride it because it's like man I i don't want to sit here and and think to myself that I'm riding this thing better than I've rode a 450 in the past, but I really don't ever remember being able to kind of really get away with that on a 450 without it doing something that I didn't want it to do. So I don't know. Like I said, it it could be a lot of fun. And I think all the guys on all the 450s are going faster now than they used to. So I'm going to probably need to go faster to keep up. (laughs)
0: All right. So at the end of the year, you, you didn't know where you were going other than you're getting married The super twin stuff came out. So let's, let's back up a little bit. So when did the conversation start up with Richie Morris racing and Richie?
1: Well, that's a good question. I, it actually started when I was in Baja racing, the Baja 1000.
0: Right on. Congratulations on that, that by the
1: way. Yeah. Thanks. That was my path in life thinking, you know, I've been racing these motorcycles, had my nose to the grindstone full time, you know, pretty much a boy scout about it all you know i thought i'm you know i'm still capable i'm gonna go race some other races that sound like fun to me or might be a challenge for me you know maybe some racing that i can get some backing on right so you know it was it was a really fun thing to to be able to show up and 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 ride that race and overall, our team did really well. We were a bunch of rookies. Nobody had ever raced in Baja. And some of the guys didn't, they don't really, they didn't have like a ton of experience on a bike. Like they're all good motorcycle riders, but you know, when I'm, I'm comparing it to my experience on a motorcycle and, and all the laps and hours and everything that I've done on one comparatively to that, they had quite a bit less experience and, they were all solid, so right the bike got brought back every time, not been up, and all the parts still on it, so we just kept trucking along.
0: Pretty cool. And, and the, the facial hair was on point. It was solid.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I was a little <laughs> late to the game. I saw the rest of my team kind of going that way, so I had to get on
0: board. <laughs> Right on. So this is where the conversation started with Richie Morris. Was he on the team? Was he supporting the team? Or did you just run him over in the in the desert? Or what happened?
1: Uh, well, I think <laughs> uh again, I'm gonna be a little bit careful on how I word all this because I don't know you know what all I can say, but I know for sure that Richie wants to win a championship and he called me. Okay. So all
0: right did
1: it I said, yeah did let's it take, talk about that
0: did it take some convincing or did you say yes right away or i mean how long was the negotiation i mean were you hungry to go race it,
1: wasn't, it wasn't long at all i just we we just kept talking about money so we need to get needed more dollar signs i had to drive the price up on them get a big fat contract and off to the races we go do you need a personal assistant? No, really I, am, like I, am I am I am for
0: hire. I I am for hire. I mean if yeah, you need an assistant. Yeah,
1: No, it wasn't like that at all. We we <laughs> spoke about it and he said, Well, are you even interested? Yeah, I I want to have this phone conversation, so let's talk about it.
0: That's awesome. Good deal. How how have your yeah. fans reacted to you? I mean, are they supportive of your decision?
1: I think so. Definitely. I I think a lot of people are really looking forward to it.
2: Yeah. I think I, a lot I have of people wondering
1: I'm gonna tank this deal or what? <laughs> like Henry gonna suck on the miles? He's huge. He's gonna be going against all these little people. So
0: <laughs> I guess we're about to find out. That that's for sure. I mean that that's that would be the only place that I. I mean, could is see that the,
1: is that not the question? Every in you know the half yeah. miles and all that's the question. Everybody's kind of got on their mind, right?
0: Yeah, I mean that's the only place where I could even think of you struggling on a 450. But I've never seen you on a four fifty on a mile, so I don't know. Maybe maybe you're faster yeah. than everybody else. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. i was but trying
1: to think of the last time I was on a four fifty on a mile.
0: I yeah, I, I can. I, I that remembered
1: idea. in 05, I raced a coin. Like I was trying to think if there was ever a time before, you know, in between now and then, and couldn't really think of a time.
0: Right on. So what I thought you say to people that it's a
1: lose lose for you? Yeah, this is this is a win win for me. <laughs> I don't have to work on the bikes. I don't have to drive the bikes. I don't have to wash the bikes. Uh, I don't even have to look at a motorcycle all week if I don't want to. I can hang out with my my kid, plural, hopefully here soon, kids, and then jump on a plane and go do my job. So it's a great situation for me, and I think everybody on the team is super cool um Richie had to basically start over with a team and assemble a rider and mechanics and then all all the everything else a team owner has to do so for as much work and I'd hate to know the hours that guy spent on the phone putting everything together but I'm pretty excited about our team we we really got some good good guys I think behind us with the the mechanics Richie is the team owner Al Lamb, everybody that's on board with this team, I think is it's really going to be strong. We've got some American Honda support, so I mean, if you guys are whining and crying all year that my bikes are faster, it's, it's because they are. They are. They're <laughs> going to be rocket ships.
0: Yeah, I, I believe it. They they were showing proof of that last year with with Mikey Rush. I mean, spending time in the wind tunnel go. and doing doing that extra you know the extra work that that they were trying to figure out things they proved to me and to other people that they were serious and they want to win. We we mentioned, or you just mentioned that they've got new mechanics. You had to kind of start over. Uh, I know James Hart left. He went to Estenson racing to help out Dallas Daniels. Do you know who your mechanic is?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We've already been going at it. Okay. We've already been tearing right. into these things. So we're, we're trying to be as ready as we can, I think. And like I said, I felt really good so far. In any of the riding that I've done, and I think we've we haven't even scratched the tip yet. I think we've got a lot more we need to dive into. But with that being said, that's a good thing, you know that if we can if we can make it a little better, then I think we're going to be sitting in a pretty good position on some tracks. And then I think you know we need to kind of do our homework on uh, some of these other tracks to make sure yeah. we're ready to go. Sure. So.
0: Not too long ago, I saw you were out there at American Honda, um, and you actually took a cover off of Nikki Hayden's motorcycle. Just how cool was that whole experience?
1: Yeah, it was. It was a super cool experience because when I was just coming into this racing as a professional and everything like that, I was I'd watch him win those short track races because that year they had races on the July Fourth weekend, and they had it. Uh, the short track on Labor Day weekend, he also won the TT there Memorial Day weekend, which I didn't see personally, but you know, watched him at Peoria, watched him, because I was just coming in, and I just got my uh, (coughs) expert license, because back then it went pro sport expert GNC, Mm -hmm. and so I could ride the GNC class as an expert on 450s, so I just like partway through that year that he was winning all those races obtained my expert license and started trying to get out there myself and it was uh pretty awesome to watch him win everything he did that year and all the success he had in super bike racing and then go um after that you know leave america and go across seas and be a world champion so it was pretty cool to see all that just knowing following his entire history really since really i was in the amateurs <laughs> racing mm-hmm. against the Haydens. so it's, it's it was kind of a cool thing to really grow up with the guy and, and watch him be so successful and watch him win those races and sit on that bike and always wonder what that thing would be like you know and all i can say is i think he wrote it better than i could ever <laughs> wow I, I sat on it and i'm like, man. I'd like to know what this thing feels like, but it feels so different than what we ride now that, um, yeah, it probably pitch me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it was super cool to be able to just check it out. And I was kind of looking at some things and they were on it. They were on it. They weren't messing around. He was definitely showing up to win on that thing. That's for sure. It wasn't like they didn't uh, just, hand him a bike and off to the race as he went i you know i saw some things that i thought okay that was definitely next level especially for back then i mean it wasn't it wasn't it's just it took a little effort then maybe a guy like myself could have put into it back then because of resources sure
0: sure what else what, what else was really cool out there for at the american honda place i mean i saw a lot of pictures and some videos and stuff like that what else stuck out to you besides nikki's bike
1: uh, well, I they had Bubba Schobert's bike there, so that was kind of fun sitting on that. Right on. I, definitely an animal on that motorcycle. It's a little yeah. cramped for me. <laughs> yeah, it looked tiny. <laughs> yeah, you thought pr- you probably saw the picture of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: it it, looked, it looks like a like a 450 underneath. I mean, it looked like it was a little bitty. Yeah. I don't know, man.
1: I know. It was, I think maybe some of it was the angle of the picture, but yeah, it's like you know, as far as arm space went, and you know, being a little taller, I definitely, you know, my sitting on the seat and to the handlebar felt cramped. So, but it was definitely cool just to be out there, all the history and all the Honda winning that's went on over the years. It was cool to see all that history kind of packed into one. Got a quick walk through of everything and just to say that I was in the, the factory Honda race shop, you know, it's that's a cool thing for me. I've been doing it a long time, seen some stuff at Kawasaki before to just do that. I I really love motorcycle racing and, and motorcycle riding a real fan of the sport to be able to go and do those types of things for me is it's a lot of fun just to check it all out and see how it really goes down.
0: Right on. I saw you were testing out at Paris, the short track at Paris, not the, not, not what the grand national is, but Watching that video, man, it brought back a lot of memories of you on four fifties winning so many races. Like I remember I just remember watching you win just so many Grand Nationals on your four fifty. Uh it looks like you haven't skipped a beat. Do you think you're gonna be you're fit right back in and get right back to you know, back to work on the four fifty like you were before?
1: I, I really think that's the plan, obviously, but I really think there's a good shot of it. I, I'm actually hoping to be better than i've been i know everybody says that but i'm not joking
0: (laughs) how much different are the 450s now today i mean it's been a few years since you won won one at you know a race at peoria but you've won you know your first four nationals i believe in a row were all on honda so how much are they different now here in 2020 than the last time you rode a
1: 450 uh there's quite a bit different even the way we've set them up and done some different things it was funny i did that with my kawasaki's because i had them for so long that i was able to kind of do that phase of testing the old stuff that i used to win with versus the new stuff that i was winning on and we we did that one day it was actually uh, old cully co and i did it one day just kind of tested everything back to back and it was interesting and it was it was interesting to see how even back then I knew my stuff wouldn't work on a track like Castle Rock as well. And then when we go to a that type of a track to compare these bikes, it was um, wild to see, and it was bringing back memories of like, yep, that thing definitely <laughs> would not work at Castle Rock still. And that year, I'd actually won Castle Rock, so right. it was just <laughs> it was cool to be able to kind of go through all that and compare it and even in 2016 i was still riding those same bikes so that's what i won peoria on yeah those bikes had so, carburetors so i guess that's one thing that's changed with the bikes that i'm going to be riding now <laughs>
0: Right, fuel injection so were you guys working on something specific out there at paris or just getting some laps in
1: uh yeah we were working on the bike we definitely made it better in our time out there i felt really comfortable on it like I said, i I probably felt more comfortable on that track because I've rode that track a couple different times before, and just knowing how the bikes act, I probably felt more comfortable on that bike than I've ever felt on any 450 on that type of a track.
0: Wow, I think uh, I think that speaks volumes. I think the competition better be yeah. watching out.
1: I I need to put the fork down. I'm doing a yeah. lot of eating this winter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so it's time to time to get slim and trim for the for the race season. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> time to get back into the leathers.
0: Yeah. What was your biggest takeaway from the test out there?
1: Honestly, I think for me, what stuck out the most was the crew of guys that we had and right on. how how much fun I thought it was to you know hang out with them and just all the personalities. I think were Um, we're all gonna be really good together. I think that's, you know, I've, and I've worked with some really cool people in the past. You know, I've worked with my best friend, Johnny O and worked with Brian who we weren't friends at all. And now I feel like we probably are. (laughs) So, but Brian, you know, being so smart about a lot of different things in dirt track racing that it was just, it's, I, you know, when you have mechanics, like that that you've had really good results with sometimes it's kind of almost sets the bar so high that it's easy to be let down you know Mm -hmm. so i think going out there and meeting those guys and just liking them as people and thinking you know not only do i like these guys we can hang out and crack some jokes but they also know a lot about bikes you know i think like I said, I'm hoping just the team of guys that we've got assembled, Jimmy Wood, he's, you know, doing the suspension with the the Olin's deal. I think, you know, between all those guys, I'm hoping we're tough to beat.
0: Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. So last weekend I saw your bike was out there at Anaheim 2 for the Supercross event. Were you out there as well or was just the motorcycle on display?
1: Yeah, I wasn't able to make it. I was actually BMX racing that night.
0: Well, did you did you win the BMX race? I know your son
1: did. I did. Yeah, I did. What, I, what class did you ride? What, what class? Uh, the 26 to 35 class.
0: So, were you on a yeah, cruiser? Were you on a 20 I, inch a 20-inch a uh, yeah, cruiser? I rode a
1: cruiser that night just for fun. Yeah. I I've, I've rode 20s and cruisers. I rotate. Right. Yeah, on. I've, been, cool. I've I've still been doing stuff. I've I've been yeah. keeping busy. I've been in the wrestling room. So, yeah. I say, gosh, I I cannot tell you guys how much I would love to see this this whole imaginary Wild versus Me's wrestling match. It's <laughs> I, almost I, just like one of those things I know will never happen, but gosh, I wish I could see it. Well,
0: well somebody needs to make it happen. I mean, why is it imaginary?
1: I mean, I could go I, grab I, them. I could make I, it happen. I would pay to see I'll it. Go walk over to the pits and grab them. <laughs> and grab his little ass. Oh, man. Start tossing him around
0: i think that'd be awesome i mean we should do it for charity i mean raise money for the rookies of 79 or, or something i mean come on we got to make this happen
1: i think with that too he'd get beat down <laughs> even if he won the match i'd just beat the shit out of him
0: <laughs> man I, I would pay to see this i mean we we gotta make it happen so That's
1: let's get I said, back i on- feel like everybody just wants to see jared get beat up why is that <laughs> No, I'm so ruthless. To... Give the guy a break. You know, he loses like two races a year and everybody's on him.
0: <laughs> I didn't say I want to see him get beat down. I just want to see the wrestling match.
1: I kind of want to see him get beat down from my perspective, All right. but All right, just I got for you. fun, you know, for the sake of the sport and whatnot, that, you know. Of
0: course. Yeah, it'd be hard to win a national with two black eyes when your eyes are closed shut, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's. I don't think I don't think I've ever got a black guy wrestling. Honestly, right, maybe well. maybe very little, but
0: right. I don't know. So is Henry River taken after you? I mean, he's racing bicycles. He's been wrestling a little bit in a wrestling tournament. Is he riding motorcycles too? Is he gonna be a professional motorcycle racer?
1: Ah, uh, I would be surprised if that was the case. But okay. I don't. Then again, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. I okay. said no. He wanted this he i'm actually looking at it right now he wanted this underarm hat we were running through the store grabbing some things dad i really want this hat it actually looked pretty good on him i was just like, yeah. whatever i said but it's a golf hat so you're gonna have to golf
0: said, yeah
1: okay he said okay <laughs> it's like we haven't uh-huh. been doing it that much lately and i said i know it's winter time it's hard to do it when it's snowing out
0: yeah exactly well, what about the deal but, where if
1: if he, hold on, I don't know if, if, he if he went taking after me to answer your question? Okay. I just, right. uh, I think um, we're just trying to teach him, you know, about life. And okay. I think sports are a good way to do that.
0: I, I'm right there with you, 100%. I mean, and if you give him the option to try different sports, he'll pick the one he likes the best. I mean, if it's yeah, motorcycles, it is. Exactly. If it's not, I mean, it's whatever he likes and that's, I, I love that. So that's pretty cool. I did see something though, about if he wins 15 matches or something like that,
1: you got, you have to buy him yeah, a new pair matches. of shoes. Oh, 10 yeah. matches. So, yeah, well, how... it's funny because he's really got about three pairs of shoes to choose from right now from, you know, just other people having old shoes, but they look like new, you know, so right. <laughs> he's <Right>. he's <laughs> it's not really a problem of, I just said, you know, cause he's like, yeah, look at those shoes, you know? And, he thought he saw some, you know, little, the lure went by, he saw some bright flashy shoes. So yeah, I yeah. told him, you know, if he won 10 matches, then I'd get him some new shoes. Cause I thought, well, if he's won 10 by then at a certain point, he should be doing pretty good. But I think from what I saw last weekend is I got him just over the hump. He can beat the kids. He can beat all the first year kids. Mm-hmm. He's got the moves down just enough that he yeah. can beat the first year kids. But like the, second- or third-year kids. I mean, if these kids were only in their second year, they were awesome. But, yeah, he, he struggles with those guys. He 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 doesn't really struggle with them athletically. They just know what to do, and they know what to do with their hips so they're not subjecting themselves in getting put into a bad position. And that's what he doesn't know. He's just flip-flopping around out there trying to out-hustle everybody.
2: <laughs> right.
1: So he's, you know, especially when he gets in with somebody that's not making – same mistakes but he did kind of get a uh, underhook and he shot so good a lot of times those little kids will be scared to shoot because they don't know how to finish so then they'll actually lose points if they're on the offensive so yeah he shot so awesome he didn't finish it but just the fact that he went out there and executed the first part of the move so well and just how we had been Trying to practice it. And it's hard, you know, when I'm sitting here trying to do stuff with him. And he'll do it. He'll like, Dad, I want you to show me something else. And so I'll sit there and, you know, we'll keep going through things. And he's at least getting it on the level now that he kind of knows some of the moves and he knows how to score points because he just throw a kid down and be jumped right back up. And it's like, oh you got to stay on him. And, you know, you got to explain the whole thing to him because it's all pretty foreign. So. Right. Yeah, but he definitely showed up to the first day of wrestling practice thinking he was just showing up to brawl with little kids. He didn't think that he was showing up to learn moves or anything right. like that. He was just ready for a straight fight, I guess. <laughs> so, Which is kind of so, good, because then you think, oh, well, he's not scared, I guess. He's at least right. ready to do it, but just like i think anything he's got i can tell he gets a little anxiety about it he's like damn my stomach hurts and i just laughed and yeah i said yeah those are called butterflies
0: butterflies yeah they're
1: okay yeah yeah i said you'll be okay and then i just changed the subject i don't even want to talk about it (laughs) (laughs) so how old
0: is he how old is he now
1: he's five he's still kind of a young five turned five in november yeah, I I always kind of so patted cool. myself on the back because he was born on the seventeenth, but yeah, the more and more I think about it, I needed to wait a few more months because <laughs> you know they they say that all the the kids that are born in January they've got the advantage, and I see it now. You know, like when the wrestling with the wrestling stuff, you're cut off at December thirty first, so oh, you're born in January, you got the whole year to. Right. develop physically and i actually read that in a book huh. um, i never, I never, never even about thought about that success, yeah success breeds success i think it's like most of the nhl uh hockey players are born in january february wow
0: well, that's cool well he's definitely a wild so he'll he'll overcome all those odds so it doesn't matter what's <laughs> stacked against him that's for sure so i guess we're already at the uh the time for Graham's question it's kind of a it's kind of a, a three-parter, so she knows you recently got married, have your second child on the way, but she has a three-part question. When is it due? Do you know if it's a boy or a girl? And do you have a name picked out yet?
1: Yeah, yes, to all of them. April 23rd, it's okay. a girl, and yeah. Winnie. Winnie.
0: Winnie, like Winnie, Winnie Cooper?
1: Winnie, like we're about to win everything. There you
0: go, like 2020 for Henry <laughs> Wilds.
2: <laughs>
1: well she's gonna win everything. So there you go. Why not make All the right. name appropriate? So you
0: you <laughs> picked the name? Did you pick out Winnie?
1: Yeah, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. My What's wife your... uh yeah. huge discrepancy on who actually came up with it, but I know I can definitely I, I started actually going back into in this is this 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 name was picked out a year ago or so. So kind of interesting how that worked we were just kind of talking about it laughing and throwing names out there and then the situation actually was upon us where are we are we going to go with that i I still kind of like it (laughs) awesome well it's time for our
0: rapid fire questions you ready i'm ready are you gonna are you gonna race a super twin in peoria like everybody's trying to hype that up on facebook
1: i i don't think it's actually even allowed
0: I don't think so either, but I just want to know what you were going to do.
1: With all the rule changes anyway, Michael Rock might as well change that.
0: What, what, do you want to you...
1: rapid-fire question and, and talk about that for a minute or no?
0: Yeah, we can definitely talk about that. Do you think he should I, let I, you let's, or...
1: Let, let's just talk about it for a second, just for fun. All right, just for this fun. Is, this is off the groove, and you know we like to go a little sideways when we're off the groove.
0: That's right. So do you think... You could beat the twins on a four fifty at Peoria, your track.
1: Well, that I I don't know. That's I guess something I'm kind of wondering myself. You know what what will my lap times be compared to them? I don't know. I know okay. that when I was racing a twin, that four fifty lap times weren't faster than mine. But with that being said, I think who won the race last year, Breyer. In that same year, I think he was faster than the 450s, also. Okay. But I don't know. After that, I don't know if anybody was. What do you. I guess, you know, I'll have to be faster than whoever's going to step up that Peoria this year in that class. Who do we think that might be, Briar? Or do we think Jared knows he's actually got a shot now, so maybe he'll get really focused on winning Peoria this year?
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, it kind of depends on and where he's at. You can't go at. down
1: like Scotty Parker and not win that race after you've won all that Everything crap. Everything Talk about putting you on the Mount Rushmore of dirt track and all that. I mean, you can't not win a Peoria.
0: Well, then maybe he's going to have to step the game up. I and mean, maybe, like you said, maybe then, since the King's already not going to be racing, then maybe he'll get he'll train for Peoria a little bit more serious.
1: I think his chances went off anyway. Well, sure,
0: sure they did. But he had the same chance last year because you didn't race, but he he didn't know that until we got there.
1: My wife says she's looking still for a follow-back on Instagram. Quick side note. We're kind of one now. We interview as a team.
0: Oh, <laughs> all right.
1: She, she might have she flipped you off as she was saying it. This pregnancy am, thing has really I, got her on a level. I'm telling I, her, I am number like one. Tell her,
0: tell, tell her
1: I am number one. How did know? one. All you got to do is click it until it's blue. <laughs> purple green hey and this oh. is what i'm talking about the whole memory thing and her <laughs> thinking she came up with the name it never happened yeah. <laughs> i could recite the entire conversation and she's like looking at me like oh like, that like didn't how, happen no no you never said right. that like i this is manipulation you're just making all this up <laughs> yeah.
0: well what what's her handle Whatever is she, she talking says, is know. she talking about facebook <laughs> she's talking about instagram What is she talking about what are you talking facebook
1: back? instagram, instagram? What's him. her handle?
0: What's her handle? What, your Darling K. I don't know. What, your Darling K. Yeah. We're looking for it. We're going to give you a follow right now while we're doing this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so, Off The Group is officially what, what, following what, what, you right now.
1: So, back to back to this real serious conversation. That, yeah. You know, it's probably, probably a lot like the wrestling match. But what's the downfall? They used to do it back in the day. Right. Are we, saying, right. Are we I mean, trying to say the guys are tougher now or? Yeah, I mean, I what, why can't you race both classes what's well, that what's the hold back true. on changing the rule yeah i don't know i what about well, this let's, let's what let's come up with a reason i mean we could say rider safety right you can't just get off one bike and 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 still be capable to race you know uh, the I, next class now so that, they do that, all do the that
0: time. right? they do that all the time as um, amateurs i mean i just went to uh decoy illinois and i watched aiden roose evans i believe raced four classes and he was basically hopping off one bike hopping onto another so the, the the flat trackers have done that their whole life so that's not a good enough excuse for me
1: well but it's peoria it's really it's really physically demanding
0: but you can hop it's off gonna, your bike and, and it's do, gonna be hot
1: and it's just gonna suck the energy out of you but I you can you hop can off can your bike it. and do 50 push-ups <laughs> There's only twenty five, but
0: I'm I'm just trying yeah, to trying to exaggerate right a little bit, right? I mean, so no, that's not.
1: A... I, well, I'm just yeah. saying that's my point. I guess I'm, I'm just yeah. trying to come up with a reason that it might not be good. Well, the fans probably wouldn't want to see a guy ride two classes. I'm not saying, hey, do this for me. I'm just saying, what's the downfall of the of the rule being changed as a whole? Right. Yeah, I think I, I think uh you know, a guy like Dallas Daniels he's he he's still 16 years old right yep and i'm gonna say i think he could probably take a bike to pure a twin i think he could probably take a twin from his team right now and go out there and be probably just about as fast if not faster than some of the guys on his team
0: wow that's interesting I,
1: personally i i think he could i think he's a good enough rider
0: yeah
1: but do i think I don't think everybody's a Dallas either.
0: Right, right.
1: So then at what point, how how do we discriminate against the guys that aren't as good?
0: Right. So didn't we have... I don't
1: know. Have... I'm, just, I'm throwing it out there.
0: Right, I, right. I am I'm, 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 right I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Didn't we have some writers ride singles and production twins at the same day this year? In tw- I'm sorry, in 2019? I, I mean... Right?
1: I, yeah, I agree with you 100%.
0: Okay. I see what you're seeing. <laughs> so what, what about this? What about this? If if we throw it out there and the people hear and the people start speaking out, do you think that they would take it into consideration? AFT?
1: I don't know. I think AFT should take it into consideration because people already seem to be really upset about the rule changes. And I don't know. Maybe this would, maybe this would just be just something to – just a little something to see. Okay. I mean, if everybody's talking about it anyway, obviously somebody wants to see it, right? Right. Right. So I don't know. I'm usually the last to know what's going on out there because I'm just I got my nose to the grindstone, just hustling, and working. So you got to fill me in on it. I don't well, know. I,
0: I don't have the Facebook, so I don't know <laughs> either. But I hear a lot of uh, reaction and stuff like that. So is there any chance Honda has a twin that that Honda could have a twin for you to ride?
1: Um. Well, we were talking some RS talk, but
0: I don't Mm-mm-mm. think
1: I don't think something like that is realistic unless, well, first off, you got the rules, right? And then secondly, um, I wouldn't really want to do it if it was done right. You know, I I yeah. personally couldn't do it. <laughs> right. You know, because yeah. you can't you can't get off one bike and jump on something else that is halfway ready to go and not saying that parts are falling off it just saying you know look at look at that little kawasaki bike we built you know i say we jake (laughs) but i kind of put some input into it and helped to make it go around the track a little faster and it it was pretty fun and you know, in some ways it was lesser of a bike than the bikes I was competing against. But in other ways was, you know, with the combination of me on it, it was a lot more. So, you know, that that bike's a funny bike where it can go either way for you. So (laughs) as long as, you know, everything is, is right and you can just, and ride the thing and put yourself in good position, then it'd probably work out. But, um, you know, we kind of built that thing with really Peoria in mind and it's pretty awesome. You know, I, I could definitely, the last time I was there kind of control the pace and push the pace if I had to and kind of roll out of it and just put in laps and, and still be kind of pulling away. So, um, it, it was, so for me to do both things, I think you know I don't know what something like that costs. Even if right. you had, even if you had a bike, and you put a front brake on and all this stuff, I mean, what? How much money do you spend trying to get it right after that? I, right.
0: right.
1: You know, you got to think about we're not just going to go in a circle, even though everything's got to be fastened pretty tightly anyway. Mm-hmm. It's still, now you're going to be jumping a 330-pound motorcycle and you definitely things can break when <laughs> you're doing right. that how, so.
0: how, how about this how about this so you go to peoria you win on the richie morris racing american honda and say briar wins on the indian what if we have a grudge match afterwards maybe take a 30 minute break do the celebration to the podiums and then you two go head to head you on your bike and whoever wins in the twins class on their twin Two bikes, yeah. maybe maybe 10 laps. I mean, why not? I'm game. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Sounds good. Let's move on to the next rapid-fire question. Who do you think is going to be your <laughs> toughest competition in the singles class?
1: Uh, that is a great question. I'm sorry these aren't rapid-fire. I don't know. I don't know. I think right. there's going to be several guys. I couldn't give you just one name.
0: Okay. Who's your top three or I top think, four?
1: Uh, Shana, Mikey, dallas i and and you know that's just right. a couple of the top riders in that class you know obviously when you go to tt's ryan sites he's proved that he's kind of the guy to beat on some of those tracks so
0: right right
1: he, he's i'm sure gonna be just as tough it's not tougher because he's in my opinion still kind of new to this thing and he's he's gonna get better at right riding right. The dirt track motorcycle
0: which race are you looking forward to the most in 2020
1: uh lima's got to be kind of up there i'm looking forward to the sacramento mile i think those would be a couple fun races on a 450 okay lima could actually be a disaster if it wasn't right but (laughs) but i think if you know you got the motorcycle set up to be able to ride it fairly decent i think it'll Be a lot of fun there. I've seen some guys look like they're having a blast on 450s. Brian Smith even had this conversation with me one night after Lima. You know, just kind of asking each other, "Do you think you could have beat him on a 450 tonight?" And I'm looking at him like, "Nope, I don't think so, man." That thing looked dialed. Wow. And I think it was actually when Kyle Johnson won that night. He just yeah, it looked so good and. I'm watching, thinking, you know, and you never know how you're gonna do and how you're gonna set up your stuff, especially if you're riding a class. But, you know, for us to just be kind of knowing what we know and riding twins our whole life, basically at that track, and then to think of it on a 450 and just like, oh, I don't know, you know, sometimes it's, I, I guess I just haven't done all these race tracks on a 450, so I don't have any base knowledge, but my team does, so. I'm just right. gonna rely on them to give me a good bike and
0: it'll be good. Awesome. Who's uh who's your favorite flat tracker of all time?
1: Well, I, I when I was younger I was always kind of a Ricky Graham fan. But okay. I you know, I know Scotty a little bit, just being from Michigan and that guy, he's a great guy. So, I mean I just he's always fun to talk to and be around and did the trail ride with those guys uh this year and for him to win all those races and championships that he's he's done and beyond that level was was pretty pretty impressive. I was <laughs> right thinking impressive.
0: So now that you're not in the Super Twins class, who wins Peoria in the Super Twins class in twenty twenty?
1: Um I, I'm gonna go put the odds in my favor and just say Brier. Okay.
0: So let's talk about
1: championships. I would like to see his brother give him a, a heck of a time, though. Yeah, I'd like yeah, to see I, his brother do a little better this this time around.
0: I think he could do that. I think uh, you know Bronson's been I think training he could too. Yeah, he's got more seat time now. He's he's a little bit more used to the Indians, and and he could give him a run cool. for it. All right, let's talk championships. Who wins the singles championship in twenty twenty?
1: Richie Morris racing.
0: All right. Who wins the production twins championship?
1: i don't know who's who's racing that class exactly i, class. I
0: don't
1: I, it is a class <laughs> i don't know <laughs>
0: i know Raspoli is because a, a press release came release out for that yet yeah just uh yeah just all i've seen so far is uh Raspoli on the uh latest motorsports uh harley
1: yep yep yep
0: all right and uh cory texter I, I believe he's going to come back and defend his championship but i don't even know if that's official yet but uh ryan
1: barnes is he gonna race it this year I don't know. I, that's he think? was making a pretty good run last year. I was actually, I was pretty impressed with him at a few places. One of them being Mechanicsburg. Yeah, I yeah, mean, everybody wants to talk about the cowies and the wheel spin and this and that, but <laughs> look at his times, his times for Mechanicsburg compared to the guys in the big boy main event. Right. You know, I mean, right. he was he was pretty solid so you got him sure winning we'll production twins they'll get a press release out especially once they listen to the off the group podcast they'll realize that <laughs> we need to drop a press release for yeah that. of
0: course yeah and so then who wins the the super twins the first ever super twins
1: championship it's a really good question because it's like a deal where i think you know briar he's gonna be a uh that's a safe answer but I'm not definitely not counting out Jared, right. because I I really think the fact that somebody showed Jared that they're worthy throughout the the year to race against, he knows he's got to step it up a little bit more now, and I think he's always been pretty good at stepping it up. You know, I mean, if you even look at his 450 results from the start of his career to. You know, after he was into it for mm-hmm. five or six years, he definitely felt found a way to go a lot faster. So right, um, and that's the difference between the guys that go fast and the guys that don't. Right.
0: Do you think Smith's going to be in the mix on the Harley?
1: It, it would be actually I would love to see it. I'd love to see him in the mix. I definitely think on some race tracks he could be, you know, they have it. We haven't seen them, and they haven't shown that on some of the racetracks. Maybe that it's it's the best bike, but I, I don't even know about that because look how well Sammy was doing um, out to Paris. Right. So right. you know that's kind of a smaller slicker track. Where I think they really shine is on the the big tracks like Springfield Mile. I think mm-hmm. Brian Smith could, if we had a track like we had there last year. Right. I think. Brian's definitely going to run around at the front. That's without a doubt. Um, I think those things are definitely fast. I couldn't draft the Harleys on my Indian. Wow. And I could draft other Indians. Okay. Except for Jared. And I couldn't draft the Harleys. So Uh that kind of tells you where everybody's at on speed. And I think uh, the, the Harley guys were running around up front. Um, the second day at Springfield anyway, so maybe Brian being in that position a little bit more than some of those other guys, I think he might be able to put it into the right position on the mile and if he can't draft him that's going to be tough <laughs> yeah.
0: and all your answers are giving me like follow-up questions and I'm, I'm still trying to get through the rapid fire, but on that note how yeah, do you sorry think, about I mean, that, that's all good yeah, I love talk it, talk about
1: dirt track motorcycles so here I
0: am <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you think sammy's going to do on an indian
1: i yeah i think he's going to do real well i think um the indian will help to i think you know with kind of how sammy rides his style the indian will be a really good bike for him okay. um but i really personally i think he came off pretty good bikes i definitely don't think you know i know they they had some problems here and there but i'm telling you I, I, I was most I've been impressed with the Harley over the last few years was, you know, getting closer towards the end of the last year or, well, even wow. just the last year all in a whole. Cause like, yeah. Sammy ran up there. And I, I personally thought with how they had some things set up on the TTs and things like that. They kind of had some kind of package figured out for some of those tracks that you don't need all that horsepower on. And yeah. They seem to do well on some of that stuff, but Yeah, and I think You know I you look at Jake happen- Johnson. He did well on, on the Harleys when they weren't doing good at Buffalo Chip, right? Right, right. Didn't didn't he do well on one of those? Or somebody yep. did well at Buffalo yeah, Chip he- on the Harley. But then Jake yep. goes and gets on Yamaha and could win it on that too. So <laughs> you right. know he, a lot of times the the cream rises, but
0: I think they're going to they're going to have some extra help with Ricky Harrington and you know in their camp as well. So I mean I think the Harley team's just going to get stronger.
1: Yeah, I do too. Absolutely, I f- I feel like they are definitely going to be tough to beat. And I think it's easy to say, well, they're a new team just coming out the first year. It's going to be pretty tough to win a championship. But then again, that's what Breyer and Indian team just did so (laughs) they just all got together and kind of went and won a championship and I know that they didn't just all get together but you know what I'm saying neither did Brian and Ricky they've been together for a while too so I think they definitely got a shot and I think the bikes are close you know before they even got there so I think you know it's definitely going to be a fun year I think it's always like that to kind of see when people move around a little bit to see how it everything's gonna work out but you know knowing what i know i don't think personally i, I don't know it's, it's just harder for me to say sammy and brian are gonna be the guys in the championship just because it's just like you wouldn't say henry Wiles doesn't win miles and half miles so we can't really count him in the championship <laughs> just based off previous knowledge you know
0: right yeah we'll have to see that's why we race them right that's why we
1: line them up yep you know, and that's also what I say about the 450. You know, I just hope nobody does anything too stupid around me. Right, <laughs> but right. But with that being said, you know, we're all there to race, and I definitely don't think I have anything won. You know, like I think a lot of people going into something like this probably think I'm just, you know, got my chest puffed out and I'm just here to smoke everybody, but I know – that is not ever ever that easy. I think it's actually harder on the 450s because there's you're working with less power and you just have to get every little thing out of them.
0: Yeah. And um, and, and there's so many of them out there too. I mean, you got, you know, 40, 50 guys lining, you know, showing up and and they're all of, pretty you know, close. Right, right. <laughs> there are, you know, the times between 1st and 40th is within a second usually. So, I mean, it's going to be good. Thing should
1: have a team a, a, an advantage in any way it should be guys like myself or a girl like shana you know mikey dallas guys like that that have really solid rides behind them i definitely feel okay. we should have an advantage if anything but you know the just like we saw in texas last year the the odd kid he kind of
0: mm-hmm.
1: seemed like he came out of nowhere and got on the podium so right right um there's how many guys is there like that out there in the 450 class that can just show up one day and and, and kind of seems like it makes you look silly, but he's a good rider. So
0: yeah, yeah, I agree. Couple couple more rapid fire, and I'll let you go. But uh, who's your favorite person to go bench racing with?
1: Uh, I don't know. I think uh, Scotty Dubler. He's pretty up on his his knowledge and facts throughout <laughs> the years, so I feel like Man. I could say we could relay uh, on a lot of different years. You probably even more so than me because you've been around it for more than me and you've seen kind of some of the more of the greats in action than I have. So, um, I think it'd be probably a lot of fun to, I'm having fun right now. So yeah, I know me too. I I mean, I've been bench racing this whole time. Yeah, me
0: too. That's exactly what I just—I was—I messaged Carter. He's got me on Skype, and I was messaging him. I was like, "Man, this seems like it's going forever, but I love every second of it. So I don't want to let you go." Um, what's the favorite thing you've ever heard from a from a race fan? Oh, uh,
1: man, all the like. I need to start writing this stuff down because I hear some funny stuff sometimes. But <laughs> um, I don't know. One thing that I thought was like you know a little bit more effort than other things was. This lady had printed a picture of me onto a t-shirt and said, "You could park it in my pits anytime." <laughs> I thought that was that was going a little farther than you know the sign that says uh-huh. Henry Wiles on it or something like that. That was right. pretty right. pretty funny. I creative, thought. creative, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I can't. I can't is think it, of anything. that I, I, I've that, honestly, I've had some really kind of cool interactions with people, you know, just as individuals because of motorcycle racing. And I know everybody says that, but like, yeah. <laughs> like real things, like my mom died, or you know, so and so passed away. My dad died, and I'm out on the Peoria jump, spreading ashes, and or you know, carrying something in my leathers for their mom who you know i liked as a person and you know as a fan but you know life takes over and things happen and people die unfortunately and so it's a bummer deal but because of racing you know it it everything's good you know it makes it makes it good so it's it's been pretty awesome for me to have those relationships with fans that I'm asked by their families to do things like that. It's that's quite cool. an honor. That's really cool. I, I, I guess I've never
0: even – nobody's asked me to do that before, so I never even have even thought about it. I know yeah. uh, something like well, that's going to happen when, when Graham yeah. passes away. She's already asked me to take care of that, but, uh, you know, that hasn't been asked to me before except for my Graham, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty – well, when you think about it, you know, it's just like, wow, it, it's really – it's a big deal that they asked you yeah. to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's an I honor. Mean, that's how I feel about it. So,
0: Absolutely. A couple more before I let you go. Who's the next first-time champion? The next first-time
1: champion. Hmm. I, I really like Brandon Price. I right think, on. Uh, he's he's uh, got some good talent. He's been racing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he's he's definitely showed his perseverance. Yeah, yeah. And he's a super likable likable individual. So I wouldn't be surprised to to see him, you know, be able to do that. I don't know. You know, you, you've also got Bronson in there. I don't know if he's really calling his shot, but he definitely, I think, made it clear that he's he's going for it this year, right? Yep. Yep, I, I agree. Just, I thought I saw some on social media. that kind of quoted them. Yeah, I, I and when I right. first read it, I actually thought it said maybe something different than it did, and I thought, "All right, out of boy, Bronson, giving it to <laughs> him, lay it on That's <laughs> these guys."
0: Yeah. Last question: What are you most proud of?
1: I think I'm probably most proud of and it's a still a work in progress probably like it's always going to be but probably my family and right on. um just everything that came to came together and all the stuff we got going on i had such a fun time with my little guy i feel so blessed to be able to do those things with him and and just the fact that you know i can be able to tell my kid moves and tell him this or that and he goes out there and does it and he's learning and it's just like wow and you know, I have these dad moments even where I'm looking at the other kids' bikes and I see, well, pff, that's why my kid can't get a start. His crank length's too long, you know, <laughs> and just all, <laughs> all these things. I'm like, yep. man, yep. I'm not doing my little guy any favors right now. And I, <laughs> the brake lever was also a little bit loose. I need to tighten it up. But he yeah. raced and he won with it. And, Good. you know, it doesn't matter. He's a
0: savage. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Before I let you go, do you want to say thank you to anybody?
1: Yeah, I definitely have to thank, you know, the whole RMR team, all the mechanics involved with them and all the sponsors that are involved with our team. And uh, I just – it's, uh, you know, a lot of people, I think, kind of look at this 450 thing as maybe a step backwards. But I I really – don't look at it like that um i look at it as a great opportunity for for dirt track racing and myself to be a part of that so um i'm pretty excited about that and i just can't be more thankful for giving the opportunity to be in that that role
0: right on well, Henry, I really appreciate the time. We kept you on here for a long time, but I loved every second of it, man. I appreciate it, and I'll see you down Daytona.
1: Yeah, thanks. I really appreciate your guys' time.
2: Holy shnikes. Holy shit. <laughs> He's got a lot to talk about. Oh, that guy. I'm telling you, he just needs to have a camera following him 24 so he could have his own show, his own reality show.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna say a reality show put on the you know Discovery Channel, History Channel, something, anything.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be fun as hell to watch that guy this year. <laughs> Either way it goes, man, it's gonna be entertaining as hell. I can guarantee you that. Uh, well, what?
0: Before we get off there, I know, I know, I'm not supposed to have favorites because I'm the announcer. Mm-hmm. You kind of have a favorite of Jeffrey Carver. We we all kind of know that. We kind of heard <laughs> you say that. But how do you think number seventeen is gonna do in 2020? Ah man putting you on the spot
2: i think he's gonna kick everybody's ass <laughs>
0: honestly like I, like how many how many races though i mean
2: i don't know half of them i think he'll win at least half five of, of them. them i think i'll win at least half of them i really? mean i think wow. he will I i don't know i've never seen him race a 450 but listening yeah, to everybody he's... talk about it it's 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 insane and if he's saying that he's just as or more comfortable on the on this one that he's riding now that he tested i think everybody's got to watch out because he's not only going to be fast but he's going to be aggressive i think i mean he's he's not hungry he's hungry Hungry. that's what i mean he's he's not going to be afraid to like go for it is what i'm saying like um i don't know
0: so another thing is when you hop off a big bike, like he's been riding the Indian for a couple seasons and not just the Indian, but if you hop off a big bike and hop on a little bitty bike, it feels like it's just a toy and you yeah. can just throw it around. And he's always been able to throw them around because he's big and strong. Uh, that's the wrestler in him, but just uh, you know he's only been on this new Honda once or maybe twice and he already feels at home yeah Uh, I think everybody better better be uh, ready for Henry Wiles the 17 to be back out in front
2: he said that he knows that it's not going to be a cakewalk which I love to hear him say right like because you know he's known for the ego he's known for the talking and all that stuff but he's realistic too he knows that it's not going to be a walk in the park he knows that he's gonna have to bust his ass and work hard every race to get those wins um but I can guarantee you this, regardless of his finishes, he's going to have fun this year. And that's going to be awesome to watch from everybody's perspective, I think. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm stoked on it.
0: And My whole family has always said, if you're having fun, it's easier to go fast. Yep. It, it just is. And, and, you know, I think he's going to go out there. I think he's going to have some fun. Uh, maybe some of the pressure is lifted off because now he can just fly to the races, race, and then fly home. He's got a family. Um, I don't think that's going to slow him down at all because he's, you know, he's had a little boy for a little while Now he's got a wife. He's got one on the way I don't think that's gonna slow him down some, you know, some some riders that does affect people yeah. uh, like jeremy's not didn't affect him one bit. So Uh people deal with that differently, but I just think he's gonna have fun this year and he's gonna be
2: up front I was excited about it before we talked to him. But boy after that interview <laughs> I can't wait till daytona man. I can't wait to see it. It's gonna be fun. Um I guess that's it for this one. Huh? Do you have something else?
0: Oh, I'm, I'm actually doing Arena Cross this weekend. The kicker Arena Cross is in my backyard, kind of, sort of. Lazy Arena, Guthrie, Oklahoma. It's tonight and tomorrow night. Nice. And it is now an AMA sanctioned race. And Kristen Beat is going to be here doing the pit reporting for TV. And uh, she'll do some of the interviews for the live crowd as well. So it's going to be cool to work with her again. And I've actually got Kicker Arena across the next three weekends in a row. This weekend here, Denver next weekend, and then our Reno, Nevada the following weekend. So uh, busy three weeks left here, and then I get a little break before Daytona. Badass.
2: Um, I'm not doing shit. I may go to my first Renaissance Festival. I've never been to one.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. Right on. Are you going to ride the horse, or are you just going to go eat I have food with no
2: your no idea. Hand? I'm going to get a turkey leg. That's all I know.
0: All right. you all taking right. your girlfriend, or is she taking you, or what?
2: Yes. The answer is yes we're gonna have okay, some fun. good good answer um yeah answer. i'm just uh, i'm, I'm kind of enjoying the weekends when i can because i know uh, once we get into uh racing season it's going to be full swing between two series between two series so yeah I'm stoked
0: right on again grab your t-shirts yes we mentioned earlier
2: what else six days left go get them i feel like i'm forgetting something you what do you always say come on smash that like button
0: Smash that like button. Tell all your friends. Yeah. Give us a follow. Shoot us a note if you want to... If you got a special guest in mind, we'll see what we can do. I got a note the other day on uh, Twitter. Somebody's wanting to hear somebody from back in the day, and I think it's a good idea. So uh, you never know what's going to happen. Oh, I know. What? Thunder Press. Thunder Press Magazine.
2: Oh, yeah. Thunder Press. A little tease from not just the the story on you. The publication that's coming out, but... Next Ooh, week's episode. Did you say that out loud? What, did you uh, say that out loud? Yeah, you already said that there's a printed thing coming out, uh-huh. didn't you? He already gave uh-huh. that part away. But next week's episode, we'll have a little bit more details because we're gonna be talking to somebody um, that might have something to do with that. So that'll be fun.
0: I like the idea what you got lined up for next week. We're gonna we're gonna try to record it early in next week because yep. I know we're both getting busy at the end of the weeks. But um, I'm excited <laughs> about next week's episode just like I am this one. I know this one went a little bit longer, but I could i could literally talk to henry wiles for hours so oh yeah uh, i loved every bit of it
2: i'm sure there i'm sure there's not gonna be anybody complaining <laughs> about listening to that and i'm sure they could listen to it for longer too um yeah man that's all i got
0: right on carter keeping on four wheels everybody keeping it on two wheels and we will talk to you next friday peace I got, the, I got a plan.
2: You got a plan? So What's they're your gonna, plan?
0: They're, they're going to do a fast and left Dallas. Okay. Here. Maybe I drive down there for that and corner Kenny Tolbert and record something.
2: Yeah, I think you just walk into his, like, knock on his door, and as soon as he answers, just bust in the door. Just
0: have my mic going?
2: Yeah, and just stick it in his face, be like, and then have him answer.
0: Is that is how that I sound like? <laughs> just just bring some beer and some bait and we'll catch him at the pond inside the international speedway
2: all right i'm out